Welcome to Design Huddle Podcast, where two internet friends break down what's new in tech and design. Each week, we talk about what's trending in tech, have some hilarious candid interviews with creative professionals, and drop some knowledge on you so you can stay ahead of the pending robot apocalypse. Now let's get into this week's topic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Design Huddle with your boy Brandon Gross and <laughs> it's Ryan Warner back at it again, and we have a absolutely stacked day of content. Twitter went yes. wild. Brendan, what are we talking about today, guys? We have three amazing topics today. I'm sure one of which you guys have totally seen, regardless of where you were looking, even at a wall yesterday, or even this week. Games, we have GameStop. We're talking about how GameStop stopped the world. We're talking about movies in 2021. What's going on there? And we are also going to talk about Hyperloop, or Virgin Hyperloop, rather, and their new pod design. So if you guys don't know what any of those things are, we are here at Design Huddle, ready to throw down some information to you guys. So Ryan, where are we starting? Yeah, so Twitter went absolutely wild yesterday with this whole Robin Hood versus GameStop and you know other related stocks, the the little guys versus the big hedge funds and billionaires. This is a battle that's turning into a war and the internet has not been this fire in a long time. So <laughs> just to get everyone up to speed, I'm going to read a quick excerpt from Vice, uh, their tech division motherboard. So just to kind of set the scene, I'm sure some of you have some background here, but if you're not a finance person, I'll try to make it as simple as possible. But um, Robinhood stopped their users from trading GameStop GameStop stocks and other Reddit YOLO picks. Um, So when the market was in chaos, Robinhood basically froze it so no one could put in more buy orders to buy this this stock of, of GameStop as well as some others. So uh, Robinhood, a free investment app that has helped Redditors and other retail investors pump dark horse stocks like GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, and Nokia, has stopped allowing users to buy these stocks and other YOLO picks. Um, So according to screenshots shared on social media on Thursday morning, a notification appeared to uh, Robinhood users telling them to close their position on GameStop stock, um, but they could not buy any additional shares. Redditors are currently panicking, looking for other ways to transfer their shares of GameStop off of Robinhood to other platforms and generally and generally furious at the platform. And we've seen everyone from U.S. senators to uh, celebrities <laughs> to uh, Internet personalities like Dave Portnoy all react on Twitter very heavily against Robinhood. Um, so if you're if you're not familiar this all happened just for some context basically what happened is there's a reddit thread subreddit called wall street bets it has i think like four million users it's huge 
it's been picking up a ton of uh, uh, more users as like you know COVID um, has went rampant and people are looking for like investment opportunities. Um, so recently, someone made the idea that we should pump a stock um, because a bunch of hedge funds and banks basically had it shorted. Which, when you short a stock, you basically are betting that it will fail. So, long story short, a bunch of people started buying the GameStop stock. It went through the roof. And as a result, these hedge funds that had a short position basically had to buy GameStop in order to cover their losses. So what happened as a result is the market pumped the stock. And then as the market was pumping, Robinhood said, whoa, 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 you can't, you can't trade this stock anymore, which is ridiculous because the hedge funds could still trade and do whatever they wanted. But the average Joe, the retail investor, wasn't able to do that. So That's some sneaky stuff. Yeah, it's been like very controversial. There's People are saying there's a very high likelihood that Robinhood's going to get slapped with a major class action lawsuit. Um, and it wasn't just uh, GameStop. I think there was a few others that were mentioned um, in the article. Let me try to pull those up. Um, BlackBerry, AMC, and Nokia were other favorites from Wall Street bets. But I think this is crazy for a lot of reasons. The number one is yeah. that you finally have people that are like I think the idea of Robin Hood, you know, steal from you know, take from the rich and give to the poor. But then at the time where the average <laughs> investor was making their money, it was they were just robbing them rather than, you know, redistributing the money from uh, these hedge funds. Bottom line is, is that it was 100 percent like market manipulation. Like there's a lot to, to, to kind of like break down here. I'm sure there's finance people that can do. Wait, does the article because we have a lot of people in the ch- there people in the chat are really excited about this topic by the way we have Mallory who's like is this legal she's has her micro what is there her magnifying glass to the to the screen right now um yeah, we got a everybody I think Mallory Wolfie Annika what's going on guys Dasha glad to have you guys in the chat um yeah does the does the article get into like because I was like well, maybe we need to slap allegedly on top of the 100% does the article say 100% uh, no, this is so. When I'm paraphrasing, but the way that it's currently drawn up, like so, the idea of the stock market is that it's a free market, so anyone can buy and you know buy, trade, and sell. Yeah. Uh, whenever they want, or during you know the trading hours. So this mm. is like a huge deal because they basically just suspended it from going up. So everyone's confused on like why they were allowed to do that. So uh, there's, I think the things that we're gonna see is more regulation, uh, but. I'm not, I, I, I'm not 100% sure that it's illegal, but to me, this is like, you know, insider training where you have like insights about a stock and you buy it without pub- with the rest of the public knowing. People are calling this like outsider trading where it's like on a public forum, mm. everyone's saying pump the stock. Should this be allowed? Should this be legal? Right now, there's no laws in place to stop these Wall Street bets uh, groups from doing it. Um, personally, I think it's... It's very rare that we or we live in a time where, you know, the community, the power of the internet and the power of the community is kind of taking, you know, their frustration out on these big hedge funds and billionaires. Um, so they're kind of fired back. And for once, you know, the little guy, you know, uh, David finally beat Goliath. So what other questions, Brendan? I mean, I, I, that's my take. What, do you, what are your thoughts on this? I, I have so many questions, man. Like, I, I personally, everybody in the chat, by the way, um, I'm almost 
Ryan is like almost the Reddit guru. Like, this is why we make good partners. Usually, I just read the headlines and I'm like, okay, and then I go on and like go on with my merry life. I can't. I don't get into the nitty gritty. Um, so, Mallory, is the manipulation that we're seeing here is that a loophole? I don't really know. I mean, I know. Ryan, uh, I, like, I would, I would say everything so points many- to the market being manipulated, but. The, the biggest the, the biggest issue is that there's nothing there's nothing like inherently illegal with what this subreddit's doing. It's publicly available information. They're all saying buy a stock. Right. So the issue is is that is there going to be new laws in place to make sure this doesn't happen again? Regulate against it. The I, my personal opinion, I have a problem with Robinhood, a trading platform, suspending trades. Yeah, that was weird. Continuing to go up. Um, and the fact that they were picking and choosing certain stocks is like, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. And it's, there's other platforms that did it too. Suppose we had another one, um, Weeble, and there was a few other commission-free trading sites that are doing it. But this is like yeah. an era that we're living in. So, you know, Wall Street used to be reserved for the, for the wealthy, the rich, people that have finance backgrounds. And now you have people that are, you know, designers and teachers 13-year-olds talking about portfolios. I think I told you this the other day. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. So it's just lowering the table stakes so anybody can now, you know, invest their money. The other thing is, is that there's people speculating that the market is currently becoming a little bit of a bubble because of the overspending and the printing of the U.S. dollar. So Mm. this is a very complicated subject. So I did want to show one quick thing. Um, So just looking at the timeline here. So GameStop... Basically, people in the subreddit were talking, you know, between January 26th, January 27th, a large amount of Redditors started buying GameStop stock um, into January 27th. In the morning, the stock just pumped. It went from 145 all the way up to 350, which is an insane gain for a stock that arguably has very little value. And if you're not familiar with GameStop, it's the company where we used to take in like you know Mario Kart and get 40 cents for it when you traded it in there so um, bad I think everyone's like it's an insanely overvalued stock why is this happening so that's my take I know that's probably a little bit more into the weeds than we wanted to but this is like the most popular topic on the on the web right now yeah definitely and we we're gonna switch gears here we're gonna try to do 10 minutes each segment but guys in the chat I think there's some good questions to be asked here like and Ryan you might even know while we're hopping to the next topic. I'm like, why would, like, what was the purpose of, like, the uh, the Reddit bets people? Like, I was like, was it just so because? They to make, they, I think it was a combination. They just wanted to make money, and they wanted, so they were basically looking at hedge funds that had a short position against the stock, which means they were betting against it. And by them pumping yeah. it, the hedge funds are the ones that were taking all the financial losses. So it was like a targeted attack against, you know, these large billionaire hedge funds, hedge funds. So that was like the logic. But um, we'll link in some more articles. I'm sure this is going to continue to develop over the next couple of days. But um, everything related to this has been trending. The last thing which is related is the tweet of the day actually was from Elon Musk. He said, in, in retrospect, it was inevitable. And I know people are saying you guys tweeted the day is only from Elon Musk. But he's been blowing up Twitter lately in terms of like his content, and then he also, in in basically in protest to Robin Hood and it not being a free market, he updated his profile to say nothing but 
Bitcoin, which is another rabbit hole, which we won't get into on this episode. Oh my but God. This is why if you go into what's trending on Twitter today, your boy, let's check it out. Uh, Elon. We're about to like dive into Ryan's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're about to go Bitcoin world. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not doing that. But the, the, the <sighs> main takeaway here is he updated literally his Twitter bio and Bitcoin's gone up 20% since he did that. Oh my it's god! An and there's headlines about it. I'm so upset. I know it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. But let's move on to a lighter topic. Brendan, what are we talking about next? All right. Next, we are getting into the Virgin Hyperloop or Virgin's Hyperloop. If you guys, Ryan is a little bit more up on this. When I heard Hyperloop, I thought about the Boring Company's Hyperloop. I know he's trying to do a lot of un- underground. Um, tunneling, and I think that's really interesting, especially trying to, uh, I just like, if I don't have to do anything, I like it, guys. So, um, I actually don't know how to operate, oh, so if you guys don't, how many people in the chat, just out of curiosity, how many are keeping their finger, their tabs on, um, what's going on over in the Elon Musk Hyperloop autonomous, not only vehicle, but autonomous, uh, which is, we can get into some... We're not going to get into conspiracy theories. Okay, anyway, let's just... <laughs> let me... That aside, um, let me move some things here, guys, so I can get the chat still. Uh, Mallory says she thought GameStop went out of business when her ch- when her kid was 10. We also yeah, thought this, I, I but... I was uh, actually shocked when... <laughs> Reddit had other plans. Yeah, seriously. All right, but let's check this out. Um, so here's just like a quick concept video of what this is about. Um, I wish it went a little bit. All right, so I guess this is the concept of Hyperloop. I wonder how fast this thing goes. Oh, 600, <laughs> 670 miles per hour. I don't know. This is okay. So, Ryan, I'm really curious to hear what your just initial thoughts are on this and chat as well. Would you drive or you, would you be fine with getting into something that goes 670 miles per hour? I feel like I would, but at the same time, like. Imagine just one thing goes wrong and you just one break is slammed and you're going 670 miles per hour into the next pod in front of you. Yeah, I mean, so my first concern is I'm a little claustrophobic and being in these like hill-shaped trains underground really freaks yeah. me out. But yeah. I, in this article it mentions that you can go from Chicago to LA in 1 hour and it's usually a 12-hour drive. So Chicago I mean, Chicago to LA in one hour. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a long tunnel, man. Who's yeah. digging that? That's what I'm saying. So part of the part of the thing is they always love dropping these concepts, which are super cool. Like I, I mean, I, I do think this is the future of you know mass transit. Um, mm. But I think like people don't realize like the infrastructure of like building a tunnel from it's Chicago ridiculous. to LA that is in absolutely bonkers like. <laughs> project to take on so yeah um, but yeah i mean brendan I, I, that's my take would you would you sit in one of these for an hour at going 670 miles per hour i mean i think i might wait for teleportation to pop off <laughs> <laughs> honestly um but i mean i think I, I really think i would i would like to say i would um but really what i'm what i'm honestly really interested in is because they, I think they had, uh, they say in ten years it'll be close to another ten years before we can take a ride in one of 
Virgin high-speed vacuum-sealed capsules dubbed the Hyperloop. But in the meantime, the company has teamed up with a couple of design firms to give you a preview of how your future journey might play out. So they say 10 years, which is actually really interesting. I was talking to um, uh, our, our Game Changers Discord last night about just like how every five, the years of technological innovation are just like shortening. So where uh, 20 years, we might see something new. You got like 10, five years before we see like some uh, very interesting um new innovations like this but i wonder if they'll have the la to chicago chicago in 10 years because i'm like what kind of alien technology are you using to shoot through earth's core well not core but uh to to make these i swear they got some star trek stuff don't i i don't want to turn design huddle into conspiracy podcasts but um <laughs> there's already enough of those online anyways so yeah there's we don't need another Joe Rogan 2.0 via design huddle. Um, but we could if we wanted to. Um, yeah, 670. Let's see. Let me see how many guys in the chat would actually... Let me see what you guys are saying. Yeah, and just as, as Brendan's pulling the, the chats up, so some other like interesting things is that you know they have the way that the seating in this to... Like Brendan's showing you know the one hour from Chicago to... Um, but if you keep clicking one more, Brendan, uh, you can see the seating. So I think the seating, like, it's actually, it's like a super, like, sleek, futuristic, yeah, it's clean. modern design. And it, it's good for groups and individual commuters. So I also was like, it's kind of a cool idea that, like, rather than going through the hassle of, like, you know, getting on a plane together, waiting for the plane to get to the gate, getting on the plane, taking off, landing, getting your bags, all that nonsense. You just get your bags. You sit in, a, like, a, a group seating on this. And you shoot to the place in one hour it would totally change the way we think about travel so um i also like the idea that they have these lights so one of my biggest concerns that, that i didn't like initially was that there wasn't any windows but they had these yeah. like fluorescent lights to make it feel a little bit more like i don't know like the natural elements and then i think it's mm. also tricked out like we just saw wireless charging and all the other like you know techie gadget stuff that you can imagine that new tech you know new transportation would have. right yeah. And so, yeah, go ahead. We got people in the chat saying it's not impossible. They uh, people in the UK. We have a tunnel that takes you from Europe to UK. Um, and let's see. Fergie says I've taken the Eurostar train from London to Paris, and that goes under the channel, so that doesn't bother me. Hyperloop is like a hundred times faster. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to do the London to Paris one. People say that one's like uh, is pretty cool, but. Because, I mean, that's that's crazy, too, right? Because it's going under, um, I guess that would be, like, the English Channel, um, I think. But Possibly. I don't know. We In our Discord yesterday, we, we just uh, were very affirmed that my geography or continental experience is very low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And then I think other people are just commenting that the, uh, the seating looks, you know, amazing. I agree. Oh, I the seating does look good, but I, ha I have a qualm. Why is there grass in here? <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, well, we, we, before we even go on, yeah. you know that the brief, Ryan, we can't, we can't speed past this. And then we'll, we'll, we'll jump into the, the next topic, but we really want to hear about this. I guarantee you... We just have to go in on the concept. I think the idea is great. I'm really excited about this technologically. 
But you know the creative agency that made this and what was given to them by Virgin was like, look, listen, we want this to be really futuristic, but we also want this to be homey. So they were like, all right, we're going to embed some grass in here. And by the way, we know AR is not going to be there yet, but let's make like a clock. Um, actually, let's go back. We have to look at this. There was like an AR clock ish yeah, that in there. Yeah, like next to like the coffee cup thing, but... So the, they said, like, well, the cabin looks like, you know, like a high-end airline. It incorporates wood textures, forest-like greenery, and there's other unique touches that catch the eye. Um, like, and then they mentioned wireless charging. There's, yeah. like, projections on the seats. So, like, you know how usually, like, on an airplane, it's just, like, a light that says, like, seatbelt on, seatbelt off? Yeah. Seats would have projections saying, like, please be seated, or, you know, you're free to move about the cabin. It's like those like little things do make the experience like cleaner and better but i agree that the grass is like super forced it's like, you're gonna put me in a pill like you know miles underground i'm gonna need a little bit more than <laughs> some fake grass to make me feel it's some ladybugs <laughs> to keep me company yeah yeah um, so interesting topic i'm honestly more interested in the elon musk's uh hyperloop or its actual cars i feel like that's more of like a mixed sort of i feel like well, I'm more excited about that because one, it's not public transit. <laughs> um, yeah, you're basically. But, I think there's a, they're coming up with a few different options, but I think one is like the Tesla cars would get like locked into the system and then they'd shoot mm-hmm. through the tunnel. So, but I mean, I think that's the important part, right? Is you would think something like this, you know, high speed trains or like gra- you know gravity defying transportation would just be just Virgin doing this, but Elon Musk and Virgin are going toe-to-toe in this, which is great because the person and the people that make out from this are the end users. That's us that can eventually use yeah. this. That'll keep the cost reasonable and we'll continue to see like more innovations because there's competition. So I love this. I'm excited to follow this. 100. All right, moving on. Next topic, Ryan, what we got? Movies in 2021. Yeah, let's do it. Um, cool. So I don't know if anybody heard this, but... HBO Max in 2021 is premiering a ton of new movies. So due to the ongoing pandemic, Warner Bros. is making all of its the, uh, theater, theatrical films, <laughs> <say> films <laughs> available on HBO Max for 31 days starting on release day. So this all this article from Inverse is doing is breaking down all the videos that HBO is dropping. So before we get into the actual movies... Brandon, how do you are? Were you someone pre-pandemic that would go to the movies? Did you enjoy the movie theater experience of paying nine dollars for popcorn, getting a jumbo no. size? <laughs> no. <laughs> the only movies that I liked was when it was like a nice movie theater. You can walk and basically have like a good ass dinner there, and oh yeah, that, I think those are called like movie taverns where you can like order a burger and like. Yes, they had the best food, man. You get nice Long Islands, because that's the signature. And then you get nice uh, burrito. Anyway, and that's totally not the topic. But no to regular movie theaters. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Today's Friday, guys. You know, that's my eat day. Um, but, yeah, back to you. Back to you on that. I was getting excited yeah, by the no, food. I'm, I'm, I was, uh, I'm more somewhere in between, where I would go to the movies maybe four times a year. If it was something yeah. uh, like yeah. epic. I would go. I like, I, I like seeing like like uh, I used to see like Star Wars in theaters. Yep. I used Marvel to see and Star the, Wars. Uh, 
uh, I remember seeing the Joker in theaters, um, the one with uh, Heath Ledger, and that was crazy. So I was like, you know, I just remember the hype going into that. So there's like certain movie moments that I remember, but um, I remember seeing like Lord of the Rings, anything like that. I was like, I always thought the, the cinematic version was way better than just like putting it on your, you know, your smart TV at home. But yeah. So my take on this is like a little torn because this is going to totally change the way that we watch movies. So mm. I think it's smart. So HBO is just being innovative here where they're adjusting to the times, but it's going to put a lot of pressure on all the other production houses to kind of either follow suit or come up with like another model that works for them. So let's, let's continue. Uh, so the first one is the little things dropping in January 29th, which is I think today. So literally, this is starting today. If you have an HBO Max subscription, you'll be able to see this is the first one that drops. Um, Denzel Washington uh, is a star as a deputy chef, an LAP, LAPT detective who butt heads while on the hunt for a serial killer. I am a huge Denzel Washington fan. This is a thumbs up. I will be watching this for me. I'm down for that. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah drops on February 12th. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah tells a real-life story of Fred Hampton, the 21-year-old head of the Black Panther Party, who was assassinated by the FBI in 1969. This is also a huge thumbs up for me. I think the 1960s, early 1970s is one of the most like interesting times in uh, U.S. history, so this is a massive thumbs up for me. Uh, I think this sounds like an awesome film. Brendan? Yeah. I'm to totally down for. I'm a little. Uh, I'm more excited for you to change the screen though. <laughs> this next one. Oh, maybe it's not that one. It's it's another one. Yeah. Um, Tom and Jerry. Um, I will pass. As much as I love the classic, uh, it's, I don't even know how that still makes money, man. Yeah, but I, mean, I really know. Let's skip. I mean, February twenty sixth. If you're a Tom and Jerry fan, uh, <laughs> you're talking about this one, Godzilla vs Kong. No, it's this. It's it's. I don't. Maybe I clicked over too many times, but I saw this and I'm ready to play the soundboard, man. We'll get there. Godzilla vs Kong drops March 31st. Uh, this is obviously the rebooted version okay. of Godzilla. And okay. Okay. It out, um, in an action-packed showdown. Uh, this is a hard pass for me. I'm not super into Godzilla. I'm not super into King Kong. I like action movies, but this isn't really for me. I feel like this is a, I feel like this is more of a Brendan film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw it and I was like, why would they even make Godzilla? I like Godzilla just as is. I won't. I'd not like a movie watcher of Godzilla. I'm like, the concept of Godzilla is lit. Um, but anything else, I'm like, y'all are kind of milking it. Like, it's kind of the concept was good. Like, I feel like when I really enjoyed it was when it was in its cartoon state. Now they're just like throwing it left and right. You got the the Stranger Things girl in one movie, and I'm just like, I can't even see the two together. I, I don't know. <laughs> what do you What do you guys like? Well, it's just weird. They, said, somebody wrote a Fergie wrote a funny comment that said Brendan does not go outside. I really funny. don't though. <laughs> I'm so excited about this new world. Like, so you guys funny. have no idea. Everything's gonna be inside, and oh, yes. <laughs> like, I don't think, I think you guys understand. Great, that's, a, that's a great call out. Uh, yes. Just dropping fire in the chat. Um, all right, Mortal Kombat drops April 16th. I, I mean, Mortal Kombat, I immediately think the video game. I, I don't really immediately think, like, oh, let's go watch a movie about Mortal Kombat. But, you know, for, yeah. it's a popular, long running video game franchise to see the Earth's best martial artists uh, facing off from each other with supernatural foes. 
sounds cool, but I probably would pass on this as well, unfortunately. Yeah, I have to give that a hard, like, no. Um, what do you guys think? What movies have you guys seen? Because we would love to know because this, this list has been disheartening. There's only the only one, and it might be the next one, that I'm really just looking forward to. You guys can see. It's not even the next one. Oh, my God. How far did so I click over? I'm not, we're not off to a good start because I am not a like horror movie fan at all. Man, me neither. Like, no. The devil made me do it. This is like I couldn't think of a bigger pass for me. If anybody's a, like a like, – there's, there's obviously a market and people love horror movies. I am not one of those people. But this is the latest installment of the horror franchise with the de- demonic possession <laughs> plot of courtroom drama where the killer claims he committed crimes while possessed. <laughs> that that too. Be farther out on this, but what do you? What do you are you? A, are you a scary movie guy? No, I don't watch anything scary. I I like laughter, comedy. Yeah. No, who in the chat? Yeah, Umicorn says no, 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 no horror for me. We stay on behance. Yes. Um, yes, I agree. Yeah, um, I like trolls. Alright, so the next one's In the Heights, drops June 18th. No. dreams of making a big hit musical from the Hamilton creators. Um, I, right off the bat, I say no, but I loved Hamilton. I, before, pre, pre-pandemic, I was fortunate enough to see it live in New York. It was unreal. It was so good. So, with that being said, if the Hamilton creators made it, I will probably watch this just because I was such a fan of Hamilton. Yeah, no. Hey, what's going on, Diane? Diane says, skip it. <laughs> skip it. Oh, wow. Man. There's a new Space Jam. What What did I miss? Space Jam with... Lo- oh, okay, it's the next one. Okay, okay. Right. Brandon, you must have been... You were like 30 movies ahead. <laughs> I really was, because I saw this, and I was like... <laughs> this was so bad. Yeah, Alright, this I'm, I can be on board for. This, yeah, But I'm going to let you go. Yes. No, I mean, I'm, I'm in the same way. I mean, I'll just give everyone a quick breakdown. It's obviously Space Jam. It was the sequel to the 1996 Space Jam, where LeBron teams up with Bugs Bunny and the rest of the Looney Tunes gang for a high-stakes game of basketball. Jordan was in the first one, so this is immediately like a Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. I'm obviously a Michael Jordan guy, but this is probably I will end up watching. Brendan, what about you? And what is everyone? Else I think doing? I think so too. This was like a uh, that w- I feel like that's one of the movies. Like Space Jam was one of the defining movies of like my childhood. It's just so rem- memorable. It was like the very first of maybe its kind for my eyes. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm excited. I can. I'm, I have some excitement around that. Yeah, I think that cart like the blending of cartoon and like you know the real world was like such a creative take on movie making so this is like i, I don't think i think that i personally think this is going to be like uh i have low expectations i don't think it's going to be great but i probably will end up <sighs> don't also, don't say 90s that these movies were so good we should do a segment on like favorite 90s movies because there's so much amazing um like independence day what a fire movie <laughs> yes and we have uh see no see see this is it this is when we i gotta play it Look at my man, John Cena's. What 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 kind of budget? Look, everybody, just look at the left side. Like, go to this website and zoom in. Everyone, everyone listening to the podcast with John Cena. I literally just played the Illuminati because I know you can't hear it right. The Illuminati, the like that is literally the 
he has a tin hat on. What? Who is he supposed to be? I don't know much about Suicide Squad. Um, I know that this is... Yeah, so Suicide brings back. So this is a reboot of Suicide Squad, which brings Margaret Robbie, um, Harley Quinn, but tells its own story separate from the 2016 film where she was in- introduced. So I guess they're just doing like a spin-off of the Suicide Squad movie. I don't know if anybody's seen that. I don't know much about this, to be completely honest. So that drops August 6th. Based on John Cena's outfit, where he looks like he's just wearing like half of a night hat, um, or he looks like a bullet, kind of like his head is like the end of a bullet. It's very weird. And the other guy's wearing polka dots, so it's kind of hard to take him seriously. Um, Man, it looks like Captain Planet mixed with <laughs> Captain Planet was like, "Look, you know what? I actually really like tinfoil. It's not that bad for the environment." No, no, no. It's Captain Planet and Magneto. It That's does, literally yeah, what this is. This is so bad. It does, with the red, the red outfit and, like, the, you know, the icon on the chest, weird mask. But the other thing is it's, like, if he's wearing that, like, helmet for protection, it's not even doing anything because his whole face is exposed. But let's move on. <laughs> yeah, we got to move on. We, yes. Um, the Many Saints of Newark drops September 24th. The prequel to HBO's The Sopranos features younger versions of some of the show's characters during the 1967 Newark riots, which arose over police brutality. Um, this is a, this might come as a surprise, but I have actually never seen The Sopranos. Have you? I have not. I mean, my and my father has, but I have not, uh, I have not. So, Sopranos has, like, got one of the biggest, like, you know, followings ever. People say it's one of the best television shows of all time. So... I'll probably have to watch The Sopranos. I, I can't sign on to this if I haven't seen the entire Sopranos series. Um, I'm curious, like overall, how do you feel? How do you feel about this list so far, Brendan? Like, there's honestly, I've zoomed past like I've gone through all of them. There's like, there's two exciting ones. Well, okay, so the next one towards the end, Dune, I think is going to be cool. Um, yes, Dune. I think that that has me up. Yeah, so this is the latest adaption of uh, Frank Herbert's classic sci-fi novel. Um, this could be super cool. Again, I have high expectations for this one. Um, I like I like sci-fi movies a lot, so this is one I would check out. Um, what yeah. are you, Brendan? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I love the trailer. I what was odd was that, um, and I heard that this was supposed to be like a good one of the good movies. I was really excited for it to be released earlier, I think, in this year. But obviously it got pushed back because they probably were screaming at their post editors and were like, this looks like crap. We need to, we definitely need to uh, uh, push back um, a few a few months or basically another year before we release this. Yeah, I mean, it's probably good, right? Hopefully it'll be better because of that. Um, yeah. Diana just said, I hope the Dune is better than the original. Yeah, me too. I was, I, I didn't think the original was great. But, again, I have high expectations here. Um, next, King Richard. Uh, Will Smith plays King Richard, the father and coach of Venus and Serena Williams in this biopic that tracks his influence on the two greatest, um, two of the greatest tennis players of all time. I'm a huge thumbs up. Love Will Smith. I think Venus and Serena Williams are tw- uh, some of the coolest like athletes stories ever that they're both twins and super successful in their sport um i love biopics so this is just checks all the boxes for me i think this is i love sports like kind of themed movies november 19th king richard i will be watching this brendan are you a tennis fan are you a will smith fan 
will you be watching? I'm a Will Smith fan, but I'll stay on his TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys in the chat. We have uh, TikTok's great. Yeah. What's going on, Boston, Jameson, and Derek? I, man, I told I wish I could have read your guys' comments when we were back on the uh, the Hyperloop. Um, I do have to go back, though, and say Derek is saying that he really is looking forward to Elon Musk's Neuralink versus his other boring company or his uh, other company. Uh, is, uh, I think Neuralink's where you can like download information to your brain. I can't wait. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm first in line. If that happens, does that mean like we're just download Wikipedia into your brain and then you don't need to go to school and everyone just knows everything? That's kind of crazy. Yes. I mean, that's how, with Siri, that's kind of what I do with her. I'm like, yeah, literally, I was at a family get-together, um, or not a, it wasn't a large one, guys, but we were visiting my uh, grandmother. We hadn't seen her in a while. And I think they asked me, like, where I lived, or maybe they asked me, like, why I didn't know my grandmother's address. And I was like, Siri knows it. I'm like, hey, Siri, where does Nona live? And don't say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, this is where she's at. Like, she just holds my information. So if there's just, like, another step, I'm, like, trying to make sure she doesn't activate. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, uh, yeah. that's, I, I mean, we could do a whole episode on Elon Musk and how he's probably the best inventor of our time. You know, controversial, sure. sure, but he always has very interesting ideas of how the world should work. So um, I'm on Team Occupy Mars. Let's make that happen. All right, let's, let's wrap this up. So the Matrix Four, which, not gonna lie, I think I saw the original. I have not seen two and three. Uh, Matrix Four drops December twenty second with your boy uh, Keanu Reeves um, and Carrie Ann Moss. They bring back the roles into their fourth Matrix film, which has been kept secret now, as the original was uh, before its release in nineteen ninety nine. So this has been very much in stealth. I think a lot of people didn't know this was happening. Again, Matrix, a very, very popular franchise. Um, I think this is a cool movie to drop at the end of the year, right before Christmas, 2021. Um, Brendan, will you be watching The Matrix 4? I will totally be watching this. This is this is a thumbs up. Yeah, so I think, like, I don't know, doing a rough... I think one-third of these movies, to me, are interesting. The other two-thirds I'll pass on. I don't know how, <laughs> yeah. much, in, I don't know how much an HBO subscription is. I do have one. I forgot how much it is. It's probably, like, around 10 bucks a month, um, if not maybe a little bit more. But um, I don't know. I'm excited for this. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know that I watch these on the day that they drop. But I like having a good catalog of movies like that I can watch at any time. So um, there's yeah. been also a, a lot of hilarious comments in both our YouTube and Beyonce uh, threads. One of the issues is Brendan and I are constantly switching back and forth between the two, but keep dropping them because we're laughing in the background as we're reading through them. So thank you for dropping those in the comment section. Um, anything else, Brendan? What did you think? Man, I think that that's it. Like, literally, I'm like, we don't need to go any further in this list. Like, the next one is... It was like also like five movies too long, but for all yeah. of you that hung in there, we also gave a breakdown of like... You've probably heard of us some of these, so it's good to know the dates that they're actually dropping. So you can go back and listen to when they're actually dropping. But um, yeah. in summary, we talked about the you know the Wall Street uh, bets on Reddit. We talked about how GameStop uh, stock was pumped by a bunch of retail investors and how there potentially could be repercussions for Robinhood and freezing trading. Not a fi finance podcast, but just super trendy. There's, I mean, it's been trending on Twitter for almost 48 hours straight. 
Uh, next, we jumped into the Virgin Hyperloop concept models. Super cool, very interesting, very modern, sleek. Um, excited to see that and the boring company compete. And then lastly, we just talked about HBO, some movies dropping and entertainment news, some good, some good flicks coming out. Um, yeah, but that was uh, everything that I wanted to cover, Brendan. Did we miss anything, my friend? No, that was it, my man. I think we did an excellent job. We want to thank everybody who came out. Umicorn, Wolfie, Diane, Jameson, Derek, Fergie. Go- <laughs> There's a lot of people in here like, what? <laughs> Matrix 4. Yeah, make sure uh, all of our super fans, you guys rock. Uh, go over to Anchor, subscribe, tell a friend about us. Yeah, link down in the description, guys. If you already know, we're doing Design Huddle every Friday at 9 a.m. EST. If you guys want to listen in and support the podcast, link is down below for the to subscribe to our podcast. And also, you have our Discord if you guys are new here, where we, as designers and creatives, you we are getting together as a community who are trying to strive one to get 1% better each and every day. So we have designers all over the world down in our Discord link in the description. But I guess that is it from us, guys. I want to thank you so much for joining. If you guys are looking forward to our design session, we will be right back. We have to stock up back on coffee. But after that, we will be back into the office doing some things. So, all right, guys. Your boy Brandon and... Ryan Warner, back at it. We'll catch, catch you guys <laughs> Back at week. it. We'll- All right, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. We'll see you in a bit. Design Huddle is a podcast that is hosted by Ryan Warner and Brendan Gross. The opinions stated here are our own and not those of our company. Thank you for tuning in and please feel free to share this episode.